Hi everybody, this is Maritza Molis, and you are listening to the Autism Stress Less Podcast, where each week we take a few minutes to talk about stressing less when you are caring for a child with autism. Hi everybody, welcome to the Autism Stressless Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you guys today about how stress can affect your life. And I'm going to dig deep into my story, Kevin's story, and the boy's story about what goes on in our life and what has gone on in our life that has caused uh, myself to struggle with severe stress and anxiety. All right, so... I guess it's kind of stressful even trying to talk about how stress can affect your life. Um, I know I've, I've gone on here and I've tried to talk to you guys a little bit about how to stress less when parenting your child with autism. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Maritza. I'm a wife and mom to three boys, Julian, Jaden, and Sebastian. My middle son is Jaden and he is with a rare form of epilepsy, level three autism, pica, and an intellectual disability. So, as you can imagine, stress, severe stress, has affected my life in a lot of ways. Uh, And I still struggle with stress and anxiety to date. Uh, But I have overcome a lot of things because of doing certain things on purpose, making better choices for our family, for my life, um, and such. But I'll just talk to you guys a little bit about how it all started. So... The severe stress and anxiety didn't start right away. Um, It happens because sometimes life circumstances happen, right? Um, I was a single mom with Julian and Jaden. And I met Kevin when Jaden was eight months of age. So we are a blended family. And right when I met Kevin... Jaden was hospitalized probably about two weeks after I met him. We were supposed to be like going on our third date. And he was hospitalized with severe um, seizures. And they found out he had a rare form of epilepsy as his seizures were so long. And he was just doing, you know, bizarre things. And so it was, that's where the stress started. (laughs) So I was 25 years old, almost 26 years old. And Jaden was eight months and that was when the stress and anxiety began but it didn't start to take root in my life and it didn't start to how can I explain it uh choke me per se until a few years ago um because there's only so much that you can take right as a person and how crazy it is when all of these life circumstances happen to you and um you you try to control certain things and you can't you can't control everything right because that's just not how life is um but if you allow stress and anxiety to take over your life bad things happen right to you physically mentally emotionally even spiritually so I just explained to you how it all started, and then um, from there, a year after Jaden's initial diagnosis with the rare form of epilepsy, then a year after that, he was diagnosed with autism, autistic disorder, and then an intellectual disability, and then PICA, and then um, it was just year after year, and then 
some of you guys may not know this about me, but I was diagnosed with a benign brain tumor in 2013. And it was like right after I graduated from college. And so I always say 2013 was a bad year. Um, but um, so yeah, as you guys can imagine, like we had all of these things happening to us and Kevin and I were not even married for, but you know, just a few years when all this started to take place. So it was kind of difficult going through all of these different things with the person that, you know, I fell in love with, he fell in love with me and we were going to embark on this journey, um, in marriage and with our kids and, you know, just trying to enjoy life. But it was very difficult because every time we had something great happen, something bad happened. And so I know a lot of you guys can empathize with that. But the stress, the enormous amount of stress and anxiety just started to overtake me. And then I remember after um, going through all the testing and stuff for the brain tumor, I think it was like two years or whatever I didn't start to have any symptoms and then I started to have like neurological symptoms and stuff and saw the the brain tumor surgeon just you know for precautions and then you have to do these MRIs and yada 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 that's when my body I physically started to experience anxiety and stress like I was having the heart palpitations and electricity running through my chest and my eyes were twitching because I wasn't sleeping I had insomnia I um even though I was working out and trying to eat well and and do well for, you know, my marriage and my family, I still was experiencing all of these physical things. And so as you hear, it didn't start until what was like 2007 when it started. And then it was like by 2015, I physically was experiencing all of the crazy sensations that you get because you know, you're, you're riddled with all the stress and anxiety. And so I guess if I could tell those of you who are going through it now, like, you know, you just heard that your child is diagnosed with autism. If I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would say your child is diagnosed, but your life does not stop here. So instead of pouring your whole heart and soul into finding out the latest cures and doing all this stuff, you know, to, to make sure your child is okay, you know, do make sure that your child is okay. Of course, you know, within reason, but don't kill yourself to the point where you have so much stress and anxiety because you can't control anything that you, you know, you start to to feel it physically. And then people around you start to notice that you're not doing well. Um, don't do that to yourself, you know, enjoy your spouse, enjoy your children, even though your child may have a diagnosis of autism and other things, you still have to make time to enjoy them, have fun with them, love them, you know, make dinner with them, just enjoy life with them because that's what this life is all about. I mean, we have this life that we are given and God doesn't want us to spend it being anxious. He says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, pray. And so that's one of the things that I'm holding on to now is like, and even though, don't get me wrong, like, even though I know that God is near me 
you know, you know that God is near you and you may have a relationship with God, which that's what I'm hoping for all of you listening, because when you have a life that is riddled with stress and anxiety and you have all of these things going on in your life, a relationship, a strong relationship with God is so important. You know, it's important without these things, but it is so important for you to spend time meditating, to spend time worshiping, to spend time in his word because this is where when you abide in Christ, this is where breakthrough happens. This is where you start to understand that we are spiritual beings first and whatever we take in, it comes out of our mouth and therefore it reduces your stress. It reduces your anxiety and your family life will be more with peace. So now that I am approaching 40 this year, um, and I look back on my life and I see all of the things that I allowed, you know, even people, even friendships, family members, I allowed to creep in and please forgive me if I cry because I'm really being vulnerable with all of you guys right now, but I literally had to place boundaries in my family life and with certain friends where I was like, I cannot allow you to come into my life and create create even more stress and anxiety. So I had to cut a lot of people out of out of my life, out of our lives to have, you know, to purposely create a peaceful home environment. And so I say that to you guys too like, you know, this is not an easy journey. It is not easy. And um for those of you who have autism and are listening, you know, you are loved. However, it is not an easy journey parenting, you know, a child with autism, especially when there's other things, you know, coupled with it. Like Jaden has a lot of different things. And I understand, you know, there are different levels to autism, you know, levels one through three. Well, Jaden is a level three. And um, it is very difficult, very difficult at some times, you know, where you're just like, wow, Lord, what do you want me to do here? You know, and the physical symptoms of stress and anxiety present themselves. And the one thing that keeps me going and that I know will keep you going is that you just have to hold on to the love of God and you have to understand that he loves you so much and that he wants you to abide in him and he wants you to you know, give thanks and praise even in the midst of these storms that you may be having. Even when things get rough with your child. Even when you feel like you are just at the end of your rope. You know, you have to cling to the Lord and you have to believe that he does have a purpose and a plan for your life and all of these things. And I promise you that once you make that choice to do the right thing, to be in relationship with him, and to love your family, have fun with your family, you will begin to experience the peace of God that does surpass all understanding. So now that I have been extremely vulnerable with you guys, I want to talk about how you can have hope that can help to transform you 
help you with the struggles of stress and anxiety. And, um, you know, I'm talking to you guys not about a cure, right? Because (laughs) all of us go through different stressors and anxieties, but it's just a plan that I use that has helped me to go through those struggles. And so here they are. Um, Number one, I have a strong relationship with God. So I want you to know that when you make it a point to have a relationship with God, doesn't mean that you're going to have instant peace, right? You have to work at it. And it's the same with marriage, you know. If you want your relationship to thrive with your husband or wife, you have to work at it. You can't just, like, go through the motions of the day, like, wake up and get your coffee or your tea and just go to work and come home and never talk to your spouse and never date your spouse and never have sex with your spouse. So, I mean, you have to work at those things in order for your marital relationship to thrive. And it's the same with Christ, right? You have to, you know, be intentional about talking with him and even if you have to put it on your iPhone calendar I said iPhone because I'm an, we are an iPhone family but if you have an Android you know put it on your Droid calendar your Google calendar or whatever but you do you have to be intentional about something setting reminders to wake up and thank God for three things in the morning you know or in the evening or you know, time for prayer, time for worship time. You have to be intentional about these things and spend time with God because, you know, his His word is powerful and he will reveal his powerful promises to you if you are in relationship with him. With him. So that will help you over the stress, anxiety, and circumstances that are going on in your life. So that's, you know, always number one. Um, Number two, don't be afraid to be angry at life. Sometimes you're going to be angry. Sometimes you're, you know, you're going to be so extremely filled with stress, anxiety, you're not going to know what to do. And so one thing that I heard from, it was like on a Joyce Meyer podcast was, you know, Sometimes you have to shake your fist at God, right? God loves you no matter what. So shake your fist and say, what the heck is going on? You know, how am I supposed to go through all of these things when I'm filled with this stress and anxiety? When all I want to do is pull my hair and pound on the walls and cry and kick and scream, you know, because my child, you know, is suffering too. You know, I've gone through this kind of thing, you guys, where... I literally have driven off from my house and parked like at a local lake or, you know, park. I've done this a lot of times where I have to sit there and cry out to God and be like, what the hell do you want me to do now? Like seriously, because my child is now 13, 180 pounds, five foot, five and a half, and He's kicking the back of my seat and almost like throws himself out of the car in traffic. You know, he's spat in my face. He's kicked me, you know, into walls and done all these things. And 
what the hell do you want me to do? He's pushed my eight-year-old down the stairs, you know? So I've done a lot of crying and a lot of, you know, being angry and shaking my fist and doing that stuff. But then now, like, I'm saying it out loud and I'm like, you're so sad sometimes, you know, Maritza. But (laughs) it's like... You have to let go of that anger. You gotta let go of the anger and you gotta let go of the anxieties and the stress and you have to tell God, you know, how you feel because if you don't, it's gonna stay in guys and you guys will, you know, resort to drinking and drugs and other things that are unhealthy for you. So be mad, you know, be mad and don't sin. God understands who you are. He knows you inside out and he will definitely direct your path. And so, yes, I have almost like just lost my stuff because I'm like, what in the world? And then God reminds me, yeah, but even though your son has done this, what about the times where he's sweet? What about the times, you know, most of the times where he's smiling and always making everybody laugh because he's such a jokester? What about the times that he helps you in the kitchen and he helps you with the laundry? What about those times that... You know, he's hugging his brothers and running around the house with your husband. And what about those times that he actually looks into a baby's eyes or he's so gentle when he sees a little child? You know, think about those times when your son is sitting and dancing to worship in the living room and dancing to certain, you know, songs in the car. So God begins to remind you about those good things that your child has, you know, his your child's good characteristics and after you, you know, you just let it all go because life isn't all sunshine and rainbows, is it? It's not, but you are called to love your child. You are called to make memories with your child. You are called to have fun with this child and to see the good in your child, even though your child may be hell on freaking wheels. And I say this, you know, with love because I know that there, there, you, you know, you parents are out there and you're struggling. I know because I've heard it and I've heard some of you say, I can't do this anymore. But I know that you can because I, if I can go through it, you guys, I know you can go through it. I know you just have to give yourself a chance, a chance to struggle through you know, the stress and the anxiety, a chance to regain your composure and to get that peace that you need. But it doesn't work without God. It does not work without God. You know, for a moment, you know, I can hear you say, oh, well, it does work because now I don't have to deal with my child, but she will always live with that guilt. I'll tell you that right now. It just does not work without God. So have a relationship with God. Be angry. Let go of all those things you need to to let go of. And lastly, have hope. So there is a scripture in Romans 15 verse 13 that says, May the God of my hope so fill me with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of my faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit I may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. So you rejoice with hope, you guys, even when you're suffering, even when you're going through all this stupid stuff that you don't understand, you believe 
and you have hope that God is going to give you that peace that surpasses all understanding through all of the suffering that you are experiencing, through all the suffering your child is experiencing. You know, just because your child may be nonverbal or your child may be verbal, right? Your child is still going through so many different things. You know, do you think that they want to go through the things that they have to go through? They struggle too. They struggle with a lot of anxiety. And it's your job to help them get through it. And I'm sorry if I'm being a little tough, but it is tough, right? This life is tough. So if you're not going through this kind of thing, you're going to go through something else because this is just how life is. And one of the things I need to tell you is that you need to learn to suffer well. You need to learn to suffer well. And the way to do that is, like I said, number one, Have a strong relationship with God. Number two, be angry and tell God everything that you're going through. If you have to write everything down on pieces of paper because you can't get it out of your mouth, write it down. I hate so-and-so. I'm mad at this. Blah, 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 blah. You know, crumple the paper up and throw it into a fire pit and set that on fire. Do whatever you got to do. Put it in a trash can. But let God know how you feel and have hope that it's all going to work out for good. And it will, you know, suffering, it does endure for a moment, but then there's always happy days. And I, you know, always tell my son, Julian, like, you know, in this life, we do have to suffer, suffer well, we have to try to suffer well. But when you get those happy moments, and you will get those happy moments, you cling on to those happy moments, just like how you cling on to God, but you cling on those happy moments and you thank God for those moments and you rejoice and you have joy and you make memories and you just be so thankful you know just be so thankful like it says here in the scripture overflowing bubbling over with hope and so I know this uh, podcast was a little long today but I felt the need to just express these things to you guys because I know that some of you may be going through so many things right now and this is the point of the podcast is to help you to stress less when you're parenting your child with autism so like always if you have any questions please feel free to email me and I hope you have a great rest of your week try to be thankful for three things this week okay about your child and about your life all right talk to you all next week bye stressless skill for the week is to work on your stress and anxiety reduction for your life. I have scripture in James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4. I will be happy when the way is rough because it gives my patience a chance to grow. So I will let it grow and not try to squirm out of my problems. For when my patience is finally in bloom, then I will be ready for anything strong in character, full and complete. So I'm praying that you all will be strengthened with God's power this week and that you have endurance and patience. And I pray that you have joy this week with your family and your kiddos. Um, And I'm also praying that you guys learn, you know, stress reduction and anxiety reductions. But in closing, if you feel that the stress and anxiety is too overbearing. 
please, you know, seek out a professional counselor, therapist, or a Christian counselor in your area. Don't be afraid to do that because sometimes we need that kind of help, right? But I'm hoping and praying that you guys are doing well and that you're not losing your hearts and your minds in the process. I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. Have a great rest of your week.